महाभारत चैप्टर अभिमन्युर्ली नेक्स्ट मॉर्निंग दुर्योधना वेंट दोराचार्य इन अ स्टेट ऑफ बिटनेस एंड एंगर and after the customary salutation addressed him in the presence of a large number of generals esteemed brahmana yudhishthira was quite within your reach yesterday and if you had really wished to take him no one could have prevented you yet you did not take him and to me the events of yesterday are inexplicable i cannot understand what makes it hard for you to carry out your promise to me verily great men are ununderstandable dronacharya was exceedingly hurt by this insulting insinuation duryodhana i am putting forth on your behalf all the strength and skill i possess you entertain thoughts unworthy of a king as long as arjuna is present supporting yudhishthira it is not possible for us to seize yudhishthira i have told you this already It is only if we manage somehow to get Arjuna out of the battlefield that we can hope to carry out this plan as you desire. And I am devising ways to attain this objective. Thus did Drona nobly conquer his just anger and seek to comfort Duryodhana in his distress. On the 13th day the samsaptakas again challenged Arjuna to battle and he accordingly went to attack them where they were arrayed to the south of the main battle front the battle that was fought between the samsaptakas and Arjuna was the fiercest that ever had been seen or heard of till that day when dhananjaya left the main front for meeting the samsaptakas <coughs> drona rearranged his army in lotus formation and attacked yudhishthira fiercely bhima satyaki chekitana drishtadhyumna kunti bhoja द्रुपदा गतोत्कचा युद्धमन्यु सिखंदिन उत्तममौजास वीराथा द केकायास श्रिंजयास एंड मेनी अदर्स अपोज्ड हिम बट देयर रेजिस्टेंस सीम्ड पैरालाइज्ड बाय द वायलेंस ऑफ द्रोणास ऑफेंसिव Abhimanyu son of Arjuna and Subhadra was still adolescent but had already won recognition as a mighty man at arms even as the equal of his father and uncle Krishna in battle 
Yudhishthira called Abhimanyu and said to him, Dear son, Dronacharya is harrying our army greatly. Arjuna is absent and if we should be defeated in his absence, he will be grieved beyond measure. No one among us has been able to break Drona's array. You can do it. No one else can do it. I ask you to take up this task. I can do it, replied Abhimanyu. I have been instructed by my father how to penetrate this formation and can certainly do so. But if after forcing my way it should unfortunately become necessary for me to come out, I shall be at a loss what to do, being as yet uninstructed in the art of extrication. Valiant boy, break this impregnable formation. Open a passage for us. We shall all break in your wake. We shall be with you to face any danger. No question can arise of your having to come out. Bhimasena supported Yudhishthira's proposal. I shall be immediately behind you. Enter when you succeed in breaking the enemy's formation. So also will Trishtadhyumna, Satyaki, the Panchalas, the Kekayas and the forces of Matsyadesa only break the formation as you alone can do. We shall do the rest. Smash the Kaurava army. Abhimanyu thought of his father and Krishna and feeling encouraged by what had been said by Bhimasena and Yudhishthira and impelled by his own gallant nature, undertook the adventure. I shall please my great father and uncle, he said with enthusiasm. Let my valour be staked on this. May your prowess grow, said Yudhishthira and blessed the youth. Sumitra, See Drona's flag flying there? Hmm. Drive straight and fast to that point, said Abhimanyu to his charioteer. Faster, faster, urged Abhimanyu as they sped along. May the gods protect you, said the charioteer. Yudhishthira has placed a very great burden on your young shoulders. Think well before you pierce Drona's array and enter. The Acharya is unrivaled in skill and experience, while you, though his equal in valour, have not his long years to back it. Abhimanyu smiled and replied, Friend, I am Krishna's nephew. I am the son of Arjuna, am I not? Which other has that advantage? Fear 
dare not approach me these enemies here have not a 16th part of my strength drive fast towards drona's division do not hesitate the charioteer obeyed as the golden chariot to which were yoked beautiful young horses approached the soldiers in the kaurava army shouted abhimanyu is coming he has come the pandavas followed abhimanyu close behind him the kaurava warriors were perturbed as they saw abhimanyu's chariot approach them with great speed here is one greater in valor than arjuna they thought and began to lose heart like a young lion on a herd of elephants abhimanyu rushed on there was a ripple in the korava ranks which bent under his headlong onslaught the bend soon became a break and under drona's very eyes the formation was breached and abhimanyu entered but the breach closed under the inspiration of jayadratha king of the sindhus before the other pandava warriors could force their way in according to plan and abhimanyu was alone Kaurava warriors opposed him but they fell like moths in the fire one after another Abhimanyu's shafts searched for the weak points in their armor and the bodies of soldiers lay strewn on the field like kusha grass on the sacrificial platform bows arrows swords shields javelins pieces of harness chariot canopies axes maces spears whips conches along with severed heads and limbs of slain warriors covered the field seeing the destruction wrought by abhimanyu duryodhana was wroth and rushed in person to oppose the youthful warrior drona having learned that the king himself was engaged in battle with abhimanyu became anxious and sent veterans to protect duryodhana with great difficulty they managed to rescue the king from the boy hero who greatly disappointed at the escape of duryodhana vented his anger on the warriors that had come to rescue him and put them to headlong flight then throwing away all sense of shame and chivalry a large number of veteran warriors made a combined and simultaneous attack on the hero who found himself alone surrounded by enemies on all sides but even as on all sides a rock receives the rising tide of the sea arjuna's son withstood this united onslaught drona ashwatthama kripa karna sakuni salya many of the great warriors in their chariots 
equipped with all arms surged in attack on the young hero only to be dashed back baffled and broken asmaka rode his chariot at great speed against abhimanyu but smiling abhimanyu sent his shafts and disposed of him in no time karna's armor was pierced salya was badly wounded and sat unable to move in his chariot salya's brother came up in great wrath to avenge his brother's disgrace but he fell and his chariot was broken to pieces thus did abhimanyu alone and unsupported oppose a host of veteran warriors and show the skill in the use of arms which he had learnt from his illustrious father and from vasudeva his uncle seeing this the poet says dronacharya's eyes were filled with tears of affectionate admiration was there ever a fighter to equal this boy abhimanyu exclaimed drona to kripa in the hearing of duryodhana who could not contain his anger the acharya's partiality to arjuna prevents him from killing abhimanyu he sings his praises instead of fighting him indeed if the acharya were minded to dispose of abhimanyu he would do it long ago often did duryodhana suspect and complain in this manner against bhishma and drona having undertaken a war of adharma he was often led to speak in this manner and hurt the feelings of the acharyas who stood loyally by him even when they saw the wickedness of his ways Tushashana roared in anger and exclaiming this obstinate lad will perish now led his chariot forward to attack abhimanyu the chariots of abhimanyu and dushashana made wonderful movement against each other and the battle raged long dushashana was struck senseless in his car and his charioteer just managed to drive away from the field saving dushashana's life karna attacked abhimanyu with his shafts and harassed him greatly but one of abhimanyu's arrows felled karna's bow and the young warrior followed up this advantage so vigorously that he put karna and his supporters to flight Kaurava forces when they saw this were completely demoralized the army was in confusion men fled in all directions not caring for drona's shouts of remonstrance and abhimanyu destroyed those that stood as fire destroys a dry jungle in summer
ಪಾಂಡವಾಸ್ proceeding according to plan had closely followed abhimanyu when he broke into the kaurava formation but dhritarashtra's son-in-law jayadratha the gallant king of the sindhus swooped down upon the pandavas with all his forces and enabled the breach in the formation to be effectively and solidly closed up once again so that the pandavas found it impossible to force their way in Yudhishthira hurled a javelin and cut Jayadratha's bow. But in an instant, the Shaindhava took up another bow and sent unerring shafts at Dharmaputra. Bhimasena's arrows made deadly work crashing down the canopy and flagstaff of Jayadratha's car. but the saindhava was alert and rearmed himself each time his equipment was broken he killed bhima's chariot horses and the latter had to go into satyaki's car in this manner jayadratha with stubborn valor prevented the pandavas from entering in abhimanyu's wake the young hero was thus isolated and surrounded by the kaurava forces the son of shubhadra was however undaunted he attacked all the warriors around him slew them in great numbers like rivers losing themselves in the ocean the soldiers that went to attack him disappeared before his arrows the kaurava army reeled under abhimanyu's onslaughts duryodhana's son lakshmana a gallant young warrior then charged on abhimanyu when they saw this retreating soldiers came back and supported lakshmana showering arrows on abhimanyu like rain falling on a hill still arjuna's son was undaunted and his shafts came swift and shining like a serpent fresh laughed and pierced lakshmana the handsome youth with beautiful nose and eyebrows and hair lay dead on the field and the kaurava soldiers were filled with grief to hell with the wicked abhimanyu shouted duryodhana and the six great warriors drona kripa karna ashwatthama brihatpala and kritavarma closed in upon abhimanyu it is impossible to pierce this youth's armor said drona to karna hmm aim at the reins of his horse cut them off disable him thus and 
attack him from behind the son of surya did accordingly abhimanyu's bow was broken by a shaft discharged from behind his horses and charioteer were killed thus disabled the young warrior stood on the field with sword and shield facing his enemies as he stood dauntless like kshatriya dharma incarnate he filled the warriors around with amazement whirling his sword he held his own against the numerous warriors who had surrounded him with a skill that confounded them it seemed to them as if his feet did not rest on earth and he was wings in the air drona sent a shaft that broke abhimanyu's sword karna's sharp arrows tore his shield into bits then abhimanyu bent down and taking up one of his chariot wheels and whirling it like a discus stood up facing all the enemies that surrounded him the dust from the chariot wheel covered him and the poet says it enhanced the natural beauty of the young hero he fought fiercely like a second vishnu with the discus but soon the combined onslaught of the warriors that surrounded him overpowered him the chariot wheel was shattered to pieces the son of dushashana came up then and closed with him in mortal combat both fell down together but dushashana's son rose again and while abhimanyu was struggling to his feet struck him with his mace and killed him shubhadra's son who like an elephant in a lily pond single-handed worked havoc in the korava army was thus overpowered by numbers and killed cruelly said sanjaya to dhritarashtra and having killed him your people danced around his dead body like savage hunters exulting over their prey all good men in the army were grieved tears rolled down their faces even the birds of prey that circled overhead making noises seemed to cry not thus not thus while there was blowing of conches and cries of victory all over the kaurava army yuyutsu the son of dhritarashtra did not approve of all this this is ignoble he angrily cried soldiers you have forgotten your code verily you should be ashamed instead you shout brazen cries of victory having committed a most wicked deed you revel in 
foolish joy blind to the danger that is imminent so saying yuyutsu threw his weapons away in disgust left the battlefield this young son of dhritarashtra feared sin his words were not sweet in the kaurava years but he was a good man and spoke out his mind yatra yogeshvara krishno yatra partho dhanurtarah tatra sri vijayo bhutir dhruvani tirma tirmama the mahabharata chapter 81 a father's grief yudhishthira was plunged in sorrow he has gone to the sleep that knows no waking he who in battle overcame drona ashwatthama duryodhana who was like a destroying fire to enemy forces oh warrior that made dushashana flee in fear are you dead what then is there for me to fight for or win why why do we want kingdom now what words of comfort can i offer to arjuna what shall i say to subhadra quivering like a cow bereaved of her calf how how can i utter to them vain words of solace that serve no purpose truly ambition destroys the understanding of men like the fool who looking for honey falls into a precipitous pit below and is destroyed in my desire for victory i pushed to the battle front this boy whose life was all before him in love and joy there is no fool like me in the world i have killed arjuna's beloved son instead of protecting him during the absence of his father thus was yudhishthira lamenting in his tent around him were sitting warriors silent in sorrowful thought of the valor of the youthful hero and his cruel death it was always the custom with vyasa to come and comfort the pandavas whenever they were in great sorrow he was there great teacher as well as their grandsire so he appeared now before yudhishthira the sage was received with all honor and yudhishthira made him sit you are wise and a knower said vyasa it is not meet that you should allow yourself to be lost in grief in this manner 
Knowing the nature of death, it is not right that you should grieve like the unlearned. Vyasa proceeded to console the bereaved Dharmaputra. When Brahma created living beings, he was filled with anxiety. These lives will multiply and soon their number will be beyond the capacity of the earth to bear. There seems to be no way of coping with this, thought Brahma. This thought of Brahma grew into a flame which became a bigger and bigger flame until it threatened to destroy all creation at once. Then Rudra came and pleaded for allaying the destructive fire. Brahma controlled the great fire and subdued it into the law that is known to mortals as death. This law of the Creator takes many forms such as war, sickness, accidents, keeps the balance between birth and death. Death is thus an inescapable law of existence ordained for the good of the world. It is not true wisdom to be impatient with death or to grieve immoderately for those who die. There is no reason to pity those who pass away. We may have reason indeed to grieve for those who remain. After saying these words of solace, sage Vedavyasa retired. Tananjaya and Krishna were proceeding towards their camp after defeating and slaying the Samsaptakas. Govinda, I do not know why. But my mind is not at ease. My mouth feels parched. My, my, my heart is troubled with a great priest's sentiment of loss. I, I wonder if any calamity has happened to Yudhishthira. Something makes me afraid, Krishna, said Arjuna. Do not be concerned about Yudhishthira, replied Krishna. He and your brothers are safe. On the way they halted and did the evening prayers. Remounting the chariot, they proceeded to the camp. As they approached the camp, Arjuna's premonitions of calamity increased. Janardana we do not hear the usual auspicious music in the camp. The soldiers seeing me from a distance hang down their heads and avoid my sight. This is strange behavior. Oh Madhava, I fear greatly. Do you think my brothers are safe? I'm confused. How is it? How is it Abhimanyu doesn't? run out to meet us today as usual, accompanied by his brothers. They entered the camp. Why are you all wearing sad faces? I do not see Abhimanyu here. How is it I see no glad faces? I understand that Drona arrayed his army in the lotus formation. No one among you could pierce it as far as I know. Did 
did abhimanyu force his way in hmm? if so he is dead for i did not teach him how to make his way out of that formation has he been slain indeed when their mournful silence and downcast eyes that dared not meet his had confirmed his worst fears the bereaved father burst into heartbroken lamentation alas has my dear boy indeed become yama's guest yudhishthira bhima sena drishtadyumna great satya ki have have all of you allowed the son of shubhadra to be slain by the enemy alas what comfort shall i give to shubhadra what shall i say to draupadi what solace can be given to uttara who shall give it vasudeva spoke to his stricken friend beloved arjuna do not give way thus to grief born as a kshatriya we have to live and die by weapons death is ever the companion of those who have taken up the profession of arms and go into battle determined not to retreat warriors must be ever ready to die young abhimanyu boy as he was has attained the happy regions above which which even grey-haired veterans yearn to reach in battle abhimanyu's end is indeed the prescribed and much desired goal of all kshatriyas if you give way to grief in this inordinate way your brothers and other kings will lose heart stop grieving infuse courage infuse fortitude into the hearts of the others Dhananjaya desired to be told the full story of his brave son's end and Yudhishthira related it. I incited Abhimanyu to enter the enemy's formation for I knew that he alone could do it among all of us. Make your way into the lotus array and we shall follow immediately behind you. This great deed of yours will please the hearts of your father and your uncle, I said. The youthful hero did accordingly broke the great formation <laughs> and made his way in. We went behind him according to plan. Just then the wicked Jayadratha came and effectively stopped us. He caused the breach in the formation to be closed up at on and we found ourselves unable to follow Abhimanyu. 
the sindhu king kept us out and then oh shame on chhatriyas who could do this a crowd a crowd of redoubtable warriors hemmed him in thus isolated and slew him when he heard the full story arjuna was again overwhelmed by grief and he fell on the ground in a swoon when he recovered he took an oath before sunset tomorrow i shall slay this jayadratha who caused my son's death if drona and kripa come between him these acharyas also shall be overwhelmed and slain saying this he twanged the gandiva string and krishna blew the panchajanya and bhima said this twang of arjuna's bow and this blare of krishna's conch shall be unto the sons of dhritarashtra the summons of योगेश्वर कृष्णो यत्र पार्थो धनुर्तर त्र श्री विजयो भूतिर्ध्रुवाणी तिर्मतिर्म